Here we go, week nine, our six-pack of picks for our favorite games on the week nine slate. We're going to preview Eagles-Texans Thursday night football as well. Some news with a Bradley Chubb extension. Uh, some weirdness with Brandon Cook's post-trade deadline. And it looks like Cam Akers may be making good with the Los Angeles Rams. All that and more coming up on today's Peacock and Williams. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Today's episode of PMW is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's start, Matt, with. The Miami Dolphins at the Chicago Bears. This is not a powerhouse matchup, but there is some news involving the Dolphins now that they've made the big move and the big trade and traded their first-round pick for Bradley Chubb from the, uh, the, the Denver Broncos. Now they have re-upped the edge rusher. And I guess the thought process is, look, we don't have first-round picks to draft edge rushers because we lost one of them for shenanigans and we traded the other one away for an edge rusher. So uh, I guess the way to do this thing is to just keep this guy long term and Bradley Chubb joining the 100 million dollar club yeah I mean big contract big paid or big you know expense in terms of draft picks as you mentioned I think he makes them a much better football team you know like the Eagles just traded for Quinn do they need Quinn no but throw in another pass rusher when in doubt and I thought I love that approach for contending teams I worry though from a Dolphins perspective do they think they're better than they are? You know what I mean? Like, are we Bradley Chubb away from knocking off the Bills and Chiefs and, you know, Eagles and those type of teams? I have my reservations about that. And I also have my reservations of just in a nutshell, I'm not saying he's a bad acquisition, but is he truly a tier one edge player? You know, is he worth that contract? Is he worth everything they gave up? Cap space, money, draft picks. He's not... Khalil Mack going from the Raiders to the Bears, who happen to be playing this game to me, you know, at, at that stage of his career. And most of these moves where you give up picks and money usually don't work out great. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying it's a bad move. You even said before we hit record, make the deal now because the cost of doing business is going to skyrocket and keep skyrocketing. So I get it all. I'm not being critical. I just wonder if he's worth it. Yeah, if Chubb goes on a tear, he's going to be that much more expensive. Salary mm-hmm. cap going up. We saw what happened last offseason with wide receivers, and the, the $100 million club is going to grow by a lot in the NFL, and maybe that's sort of skewing where we're thinking of Bradley Chubb. Because I agree with you. This this debate comes up a lot with the Hall of Fame, right? The Hall of Fame and then the Hall of Very Good. It's like, okay, this is the this yeah, level yeah. of edge rusher. And Bradley Chubb's sort of the Hall of Very Good of current edge rushers. You know, he's not in the Khalil He's Max, not Bosa or, or you know, right. Tier. He's not in, you know, one of those tiers of – of defensive linemen injuries on top of it too, worry you a little bit. So we'll see what the structure of the contract is, you know, how many guarantees are built in, but he's a really good player and he's going to help them now for sure. But you mentioned Robert Quinn, you look at both those moves in a vacuum, 
the Eagles got a hell of a lot better deal for Robert Quinn right. than who might give the same impact as Bradley Chubb does down the stretch for their respective teams. Right. And Quinn had what 18 and a half sacks last year. You know, like I know he's older than Chubb, but he's had a better career. He might be the better player right now. I will say, I think this is Chubb's best year as a pro. And, and like, if you go to uh, ESPN's, you know, they have that, the win rates and things like that for pass rushers, he's really high. He's like third or fourth. And that looks that, that, that shows up on tape on a great Denver defense. I, I just wouldn't be as excited to invest in him as a tier one guy. I have my doubts about him being a tier one guy. And it's their second first rounder in a row that they've done that with. They did the same thing with Tyreek Hill. You pay a lot for him and then you pay the salary on yeah, top right, of it with, right. uh, with a new contract. So interesting. That's the strategy for the Miami Dolphins going forward where they have Bradley Chubb away from maybe winning at all this year. They're a really good football team. They're favored they by are. five on the road at the Chicago Bears. I love how chippy the Bears are. They're in sell mode at the deadline. And Justin Fields and, and Luke Getze kind of figuring the things out on offense, which you really like. They got themselves a wide receiver. Uh, that's going to help uh, a lot, I think, for for Justin Fields, even if it was an overpay. A couple of teams that were busy at the deadline. Um, I don't know if Claypool is going to be able to get in there and make an impact yet this week. I'm sure he'll be on the field at some point. But Dolphins, Bears, Dolphins on the road favored by five. I'm going to lay the points. I mean, I think the Dolphins are clearly a tier or two over the over the Bears. No question about it. I just think that even with Roquan and Quinn, that this offense that Miami throws at you presents a lot of problems. And now I take their two best off defensive players out of the equation and have to throw somebody else in. I don't think that's a great situation for Chicago. I don't think Fields can keep up with the, the Miami offense. He takes a lot of sacks. Miami's going to rush the quarterback well. Yeah. I think Fields and these guys are coming along fine, but this is an overmatch to me. Yeah, when when the Dolphins throw that you know exotic look or the zero blitz mm -hmm. at you, can can Justin Fields make that decision quickly and facilitate a playmaker? And do they have the playmakers to to take advantage of that against the Dolphins? I don't like it, and I'm giving up the points as well in this one. Yeah, and five doesn't seem like enough to me. I think this should be seven ish. Uh, speaking of some weirdness around the trade deadline, the Los Angeles Rams, let's go to that game next because okay. these two teams that really need to figure some things out here, right? With the, the Los Angeles Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, both teams under 500, neither team expected to be under 500 at this point. This should be, you know, potentially even a preview of the Super Bowl type of game, right? When you're looking at it preseason with Rams, Buccaneers, the three and four Rams at the three and five Buccaneers, Tampa at home favored by three points. This is the, the odds makers throwing their hands up and saying, I don't know, neutral field. It's a coin flip. So let's give Tampa three points because they're at home. Because I haven't, And I don't know what to expect either in this game, but it looks like the Rams at least have figured some things out with Cam Akers, who was disgruntled and did not get traded at the deadline. And I kind of call BS on the Rams kind of trying to throw out some reports that they were turning down multiple offers for Cam Akers. <laughs> I'm not too sure about that one. They were getting a ton of offers that they were batting away. But uh, maybe we will see a re resurgence from Cam Akers now, who looks like he's going to stick around. I'm calling BS on that too, because my hunch is the Rams wanted McCaffrey or Hunt or some big time back. We know they're aggressive. You know, we've, we've heard the rumors of them shopping picks for Burns. Like, I bet they wanted to make a splash deal at the deadline and it didn't work out or people were asking too much or Hunt's background or whatever it was, they decided not to. So then you throw out the rumors, kind of like you suggested. Well, everybody wanted acres, but we love them. We're going to keep them. And Cam, come back to practice and hug and kiss. We'll be fine. But I don't think they're fine. And, folks, uh, 
rarely do I say such things, but this is a terrible slate of games this week by NFL standards. I mean, <laughs> and I'm sure you know, six teams on by, there aren't a lot of headliner type games. So I'm sure, sure when they made the schedule, they said Rams box is going to be one of the best games of the year. It's almost a loser leave towns match. I mean, these two teams are in bad, bad situation. I don't think the Rams the offense is going to be any better. Cup's not a hundred percent. Um, I know the Bucks lost Shaq Barrett. That's huge, but I still think they control the line of scrimmage. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to take the home team here. I, I think Tampa's in a little bit better spot than the Rams, but neither is in a good spot. I think Tampa can take advantage of the Rams' poor offensive line play better than the Rams can take care of the weaknesses of the of the Buccaneers. And I still yes. think I look at the Buccaneers and. There's something going on with like chemistry and you see how upset every down Tom Brady was last week, you know, and it was just like, he's so mad every single play. Okay. What's going on here. There's a lot of frustration going on, but I just see the path to the bucks figuring things out easier than the Rams. Although I've said that for multiple weeks and it's not really happening. Um, The Rams are doomed until they get their offensive line stuff figured out. Like they can bring Odell Beckham back all they want uh, and a playmaker might help them. A little bit banged up Cooper Cup. Is he going to be at 100% this week if he plays at all? Um, I think he'll probably get in there, but uh, uh, give me the Buccaneers. I'll give up those three points at home for the Bucs. Um, but really, you nailed it with this, the schedule in the NFL right now. Like, who's even good in the yeah, NFL? Right. There's three teams that we know for sure, and the rest of them is like, oh, any given game, one team could beat the other. So uh, maybe it's upset special week. Who knows? Could be. And maybe we find a lot out this week. You know, true contenders – like a Dolphins, you know, really show their stripes or winner of this game wins big. And you say, okay, maybe they're back. But when I say the Rams offense is struggling, I mean, if you pull up EPA, they're right next to the Texans as the worst offense in the league. You know, I mean, like that, I know the line's bad, but that's, you know, below the line, man. Right. Uh, we'll get to those Texans later that have a primetime matchup Thursday night with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we've got Titans Chiefs, one of the, the few matchups that have a couple of teams that are over 500, a couple of first place teams facing off in prime time, which is the marquee matchup of this weekend. It looks like uh, we got Bills and Jets, which is the other game that has a couple of uh, teams that are that are vying for. I mean, the Jets are vying for a top spot in the in the in the playoff race in the AFC. So I love yeah. seeing that. And of course, Thursday night football preview next. Whether you're looking to pop the question, maybe have a milestone to celebrate, or want to let your love sparkle, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. This is the online, the original online jeweler. Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile's helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. They can help you as well. Easy online tools to let you choose the diamond shape, size, clarity, setting style. Then Blue Nile's bench jewelers get to work and help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Maybe you just need to find a piece for that special person in your life. You're not looking for an engagement ring necessarily. Maybe you want to buy something for mom. Blue Nile can help you out, and they have 24-7 experts on hand available via phone or chat to help you find that perfect gift at every budget. So make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use code LOCKEDON to save $50 on a purchase of $500 or more. That's Blue Nile, B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com. Promo code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com, code LOCKEDON. 
Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Matt, moving on to some other games here in our six-pack, and I... Can't even believe I hadn't used the sounder yet. Oh, there you go. It's pack of picks for week number nine. We're going to learn some things about a few teams, I think, on the schedule. How about those Chargers and Falcons? The the Falcons making their play for the top spot in the AFC South. Are they going to run away with the division? The team we thought maybe was going to be picking number one in the NFL draft before the season. And maybe a team at four and three, at least over 500, are the Chargers. There's some other teams that are in a worse spot than the Chargers, but the Chargers aren't playing at a level that we expected coming into the year. They're on the road, favored by three points at the Falcons. Is this a home dog special, Matt? Wow. You know, so if we re- rewind, what? nine weeks and Williamson's preseason power rags. I mean, this would be like four verse 32 and Atlanta has been the better team this year and they might be getting Cordero Patterson back. We know what their formula is. Run, 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 run. Mariota's playing well. Has Mariota had a better season than Herbert? I mean, like, Holy smokes. I mean, I can't believe those words just fell out of my mouth to even question such a thing. However, and I have some real problems or questions about the Chargers coaching staff, overall culture. They just find ways to lose like my whole life. But I'm going to just bet on Herbert to be like the second half MVP of the league. I mean, I think he's going to skyrocket up. His stock is ready to explode after a bye. Gets his Whoopi Keenan Allen back. A lot of Eckler, Allen, you know, just let Herbert be a star. I don't feel great about it, but I'm going to lay the points all based on Herbert. Yeah, and this is a good spot for the Chargers. Lick their wounds a little bit. The, yeah. the season started with him breaking his ribs practically, right? And, exactly. and playing through a lot of pain. I'm sure he's in a lot better spot now. Getting to rest for a full week after the bye now. Um, it looks like maybe there was a setback with Keenan Allen and he's not going to be back post by like mm. they thought. that hamstring injury really nagging him. That's big to me. Showing his age there, which is tough because you're right. That's a, I mean, having a Keenan Allen, uh, huh. we've seen it with Aaron Rodgers and, and Devontae Adams, right? Um, having reliable. a player that's so reliable, you know, that you can count on, on third down. Like, I wonder what the Rams are going to look like if Cooper Cup's not 100% because he's that guy for them. Where do you go with the football, right? Who you count on? It's like, I know before the snap where I'm going because I can trust, you know, uh, Travis Kelsey with, with sure. the Chiefs. That that type of player in Keenan Allen is that guy that you know you can trust on third down to get open. And so not having that has been a problem, I think, for the Chargers. But I agree with you with, with Justin Herbert, and they're still a better football team than the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons are going to try to run the heck out of the ball, which is one of the weaknesses of that Chargers still, even after the work they did in the offseason. Um, so I think the Falcons can keep this close, but three points isn't enough to scare me off the Chargers, who are a better team, fresh coming off a bye that should be able to go pull out this football game. I mean, I mentioned my preseason power ranks, and they're a much more talented team than Atlanta, but not if they don't have Allen, Mike Williams, Slater, and Bosa, <laughs> and J.C. Jackson. You know, like these are guys that counted yeah. on to be stars before the this, this season started, and none of them are on the field. I'm going to stick with my pick. I don't feel great about it. But Atlanta might run for 275 in this game, and Mariota wow. might throw five passes. Gosh, you know what, man? Now, <laughs> I, I kind of want to – I mean, 
Give me the yeah. three points. Give me the I hate that Keenan I mean, Allen news, man. Yeah. The Falcons cover every single week. You know, they do. Uh, why is this any different? The Falcons are four and four for a reason. They've got their um they've got their recipe that has worked. And if they're if they're gonna run be if they're gonna be able to run the ball like that, they, they're they're gonna win this game, you know? So let's go upset special. I'm gonna flip. Let's go Falcons. Give me the three points, give me the Falcons at home to upset those chargers. I could absolutely see it. I'm I'm trying to look it up now because I assume the Chargers are really low on the against the spread. Actually, they're four and three. I, I figured everyone would overrate them, but you're right. Atlanta's great against the spread. They're six and two. So I'm switching. I'm going with Atlanta here. The more physical football team. Yes, let's I'll go. Maybe the points at home. Um, yeah. And look, and and so much. We're. I mean, I think we're right a lot, Matt. You know. But we're also wrong a lot, and everybody <laughs> who is prognosticates the NFL basically is is wrong a lot because the league is so crazy and it's chaos. And this year feels like even more a lot of parity oh, yeah. in the league. And if you just take away our, the the preconceived notions of these teams coming into the year, and the only evidence you'll look at was what they've done through eight weeks of the 2022 NFL season, I don't know if the Falcons would even be underdogs in this game. That's what I'm saying. Why are we giving Atlanta points? They're better. Especially with all the injuries. With the all track. the injuries are bad. Yeah. yeah. Cross-country but, road trip. Yeah. Give me the Falcons. I am switching. I'm waffling on that one. <laughs> I will what? say, if if Herbert's right, and he's closer to that guy that's 100% healthy that we thought he was going to be coming into the year, which was on the steps of the echelon of the Allens and the Mahomes right. in the NFL. I think that's, that's not, coming. Yeah. That's, that's you know, the, the, the rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing. But we got to see that still. Yeah. And, and Keenan Allen would sure help. One o'clock game in Atlanta, cross country. Nah, Chargers are going to screw this up. We got to move on. But did the Chargers miss an opportunity to add somebody on offense? Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they're next year's first round pick. They won't get Jalen Waddle, but somebody that can run a 4 3. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone you can move around post Keenan Allen era. Yeah. I mean, just a speed guy or maybe Allen's replacement and waiting, you know, the slot reliable guy, but they're not real fast on offense. And, you know, for Herbert's big arm, I'd like to see them get a burner. The Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. Here we go. And look for a team that's five and three at home. The New York Jets are 12 and a half point underdogs to the Buffalo Bills coming in. And I think the Bills are the scariest team in the NFL. I think they are and should be and are probably on most people's you know, 1.1 of their power rankings right now in the NFL for good reason. But the the Jets are a pretty good football team themselves at five and three here. Twelve and a half is a lot of points on the road. It's not a long trip for the Bills to go to New Jersey to face those Jets. What do you think about this game? I really do like the Jets defense. I like how this team is being built. I hate the way that Zach Wilson's playing. Like, I think he throws four picks in this game. You know, like he's pirouetting back there and doing unnecessary movement and just chucking and ducking. And I, I think he's a disaster against an exceptional defense that I think it's Tredavious white back. Oh, by the way, they have had their best corner. I think they blow him out by 20. I mean, I just think that's who Buffalo and the Eagles are at this point. They just blow everybody out. Uh, yeah, the, the line is big and I wouldn't want to put my money on it, but if I had to bet, I would bet on the bills easily and, and potentially mm-hmm. even a blowout for the bills. Um, this is one of those like home dog games where I just want to see, I think Garrett Wilson, um, Elijah, uh, Elijah Moore, you know, not getting traded at the deadline. It just What's going on there? Things out on offense. Like it, it, we, we saw what it looked like earlier in the season too, with, um, 
with Joe Flacco. Like Zach Wilson doesn't have to do that much. He just has to not be terrible. Right. But, but sure helps they had like Brees Hall and you know, yeah, it's no different when you're throwing yeah, throwing screen passes to Brees Hall and he takes it 80, you know. That's true. And mm-hmm. why are you not using Elijah Moore? Like I I just don't understand what's going on with that. Part. I just want to see Garrett Wilson get like 12 targets a game. That's really there what I want to see the rest of the way for the Jets. That but could happen. It's it's really hard not to bet on the Bills here. And it's one of those lines where, you know, even with, with the Jets at five and three, they're they're gonna cause problems and, and they're too powerhouse on offense. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, just gotta give up the points. Let's give up the points. Buffalo Bills here. Yeah, I have a hard time betting against them no matter what the line is. They're that team right now, man. They, yeah, they are absolutely scary. Uh, probably the second and third most scary teams in the NFL coming up next. We've got the Titans at Chiefs and Thursday night football. The Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Houston to face the Texans. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of this new NBA basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in-depth analysis on every single game. If you're going to go to bet online and wager on some of these games, you might as well go to bet online early before you wager and get informed and make sure you have the best information before you lay down your cash on some bets. And as always, bet online remains your continued source for sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. Of course, tons of NFL weekly lines every single week, tons of prop bets, tons of futures, Super Bowl coach next coach to get fired coach of the year uh rookies of the year all of that going on at bet online major league baseball world series bets um if you had a bet on it i don't know if there was a no hitter prop but you might have won some really big money on long odds there at bet online after that last world series game mma boxing golf you name it you've got it at bet online get over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts here we go a couple of first place teams are playing, Matt. Uh, th- that is the Thursday nighter, which I think is the best game on the schedule this week. We've got the Tennessee Titans at five and two at the five and two Kansas City Chiefs. But again, like that Bills and Jets line, 12 and a half is the line here. Yeah. Come man. on. Disrespect of those Tennessee Titans at five and two, first place, running away with the AFC South. 12 and a half points, Matt. Yeah, I'm sure. Again, when the schedule makers put this, you know, the the slate together, this is the the Sunday nighter, uh, number one seed in the AFC in Kansas City. This is going to be epic, and you know, it really isn't. But Tennessee's winning. They what? What five in a row? I mean, on the back of Henry, we don't know if we're going to see Tannehill or Willis. So, if I get Willis, I'm taking the Chiefs. But I'm going to take the twelve and a half here on the back of Henry and Vrabel. I think that's a good defense. I think that Henry is ridiculous and they probably will be able to stay with that formula at least for three quarters or so. Uh, I think they stick within 12 and a half, but really don't have any chance to win this game. I'm going to go the other way. Um, I I know there was a couple hiccups with the Chiefs earlier on in the season, but when I saw them pre-buy a couple of weeks ago against the 49ers, it was wild how quickly they can put up points and we're talking about a defense that's pretty darn good in the 49ers defense I, I was pretty blown away by where the Chiefs were at they've added another playmaker on offense I don't know how involved someone like Kadarius Tony is going to be yet in that offense but Patrick Mahomes can facilitate it you've got Travis Kelsey on third downs and in the red zone they're just so hard to, to play against and Derek Henry's not going for 200 against the Chiefs so um, for that reason uh, I, I'm probably going to give up the points here 
because I have to, but I, I, f- I do feel like it's too big of a line, uh, but I'm just not as confident in the, in the Titans, especially if Willis is going to play and not knowing that right now, I, I would have to lean towards the chiefs and, and almost not enough points there, but you know, if Tannehill's playing and he's healthy enough to, you know, be to facilitate that offense for the, uh, for the Tennessee Titans, then yeah, I, I see going to the Titans direction. I see what you're saying. I absolutely do. I'm sitting here looking at EPA, as I mentioned. And in terms of offenses in the league, it's the Chiefs, Gap, Bills, Eagles, huge Gap, rest of the league. You're like, that offense is ridiculous. Um, I find it interesting that Kadarius Toney um, all of a sudden magically got healthy. He hasn't played at all. And <laughs> What's going on with that? But I also think Andy Reid is twisting his mustache a little bit going, Oh, I just got this super playmaker. I'm going to get him 12 touches, kind of like McCaffrey's first game with your Niners. I know McCaffrey's a better player, but right. I bet he factors in more than people are letting on. Yeah, and you don't even have to know the offense. It's like, look, the, right. here's a package of plays. There's All you do is catch the screen. screen. So yeah, don't right. don't line up in the wrong spot. You know, you're the you're the number two receiver on the left side. We're going to throw it to you. Then make a play. Yeah, Pat will tell you where to line up and just yeah. do that and run a slant or an end around or a go or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Thursday night football, the seven and zero Philadelphia Eagles are traveling to Houston to face the one and five Texan. Another big line here. Texans are 13 and a half point underdogs at home. Here's a big test though, for the Eagles. This is like lock it up home team Thursday night. This is so difficult to go on the road short weeks, Thursday night to go play. But I mean, such a great schedule for the Eagles that in that sort of a very difficult game, they do get the worst team in the league with the Houston Texans. Yep. This is my case study, you know, cause I always say I hate Thursday night football teams that levels the playing field, but this is the second or first best team in the league by against the distant 32nd, you know, like I never want to put money on the way team Thursday night. And I'm still going to take Philly. I mean, I did so much work on this team to prepare for Steelers Philly, and I can't really find weaknesses. I mean, anywhere you look, and then they blow out the Steelers. They basically rest everybody in the fourth quarter, too, so they're not as beat up as usual for a short trip. You know, the Texans' defense is abysmal. Can't stop the run at all. I think Philly rolls them, but if they don't, I think it's going to be another, boy, this Thursday Night Football is a lesser product. I mean, with 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 the, the way the Texans are playing too, and and Lovey Smith's oh. defense, like teams know how to defeat that defense. Teams know how to play against it. So the Texans aren't winning with X's and O's. They're not winning with the Jimmys and Joes, right? Nope. And one of their They're better players, Brandon Cooks, I think was upset about not getting traded either. Did you see? Sure uh, seems that way. Did you see the tweet he put out there, which was just. Uh, almost bizarre levels of, uh, I don't even know what he was talking about. It might not even have been football related, but I'm pretty sure it was right after the deadline and it was football related. Um, His contract was a big reason. I think why Brandon cooks wasn't able to be traded and it sounds like he wanted to be. So he's not not, playing tonight and he's healthy. Right. So yeah, his, his on the injury report, it says, I think wrist slash personal. So not expected to be there and play. I don't know. I don't know the path for the Texans to win this game. And can you keep it within 13 and a half points is the question on Thursday night football. I think, you know, you want to take the points, but just nothing points to the Texans at all here. At all. I mean, you're only saving grace in my opinion on the, the, the spread is a late touchdown in the fourth quarter against Minshew and, you know, the, the same crew I saw last week against the Steelers when they're winning huge, but 
I, I just don't see any path to victory because the gap between these teams are about as wide as you can get in the NFL. It's amazing. It's not quite reaching NBA levels, but we're seeing a lot of players that are upset with their situations. Yeah. And I, I look at, so someone like Brandon cooks, why did you redo your contract? If it locked you into a place you didn't want to be, that's, that's what I think about. Cause I think that was the big, like Brandon cooks have been traded a bunch of times, but I think his money and the Texans not willing to just eat all the money and then still send him somewhere is probably a big factor why he's still on the Texans right now. Yeah, I mean, people forget this because the Deshaun Watson massage stuff, you know, we'll just leave it there, just overwhelmed the whole story, of course, as it should have. But before any of that came out, Watson was holding out saying, I don't want to be a Texan. I don't approve of how people do business here. I don't think I think this is a toxic situation. And I think that's what Cooks is going with is like, hey, I was on board with Deshaun. I'm not cool with how things work around here. And maybe they told him, we'll sign you, try to trade you at the deadline. I don't know why he signs the deal, though. You know, I mean, so maybe I mean, it's, yeah. it's on him. I don't know. You're probably not in the business of turning down money at a certain right. point either. And right, the agent's right. like, well, this is better for you monetarily. And then you're like, well, shoot, I got the money, but now I'm unhappy. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to get both, especially in the NFL. We'll see what happens with the future of Brandon Cooks, but not a great matchup there. Even though on a Thursday night, could it level the playing field? Uh, what was our listener, Cameron, I believe, that that said, we don't give the Texans enough credit. <laughs> I want to take it, man. It's just, oh, Ooh. gosh, it's just such a bad situation. Hey, they're in a collision course with the first overall pick. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen. Matt and I back tomorrow to break down the rest of the Week 9 schedule right here, Peacock and Williamson.